has all the knowledge you want. Malik books has all the knowledge you need. Malik books. Yeah, they have all the books that the whole wide world wanna read. Malik books. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Malik's Bookshelf, bringing a world together with books, culture, and community. Hi, my name is Malik, your host of Malik's Bookshelf. We're on episode 31, and I assure you, it's fire. We have a lot of interviews lined up. A couple of particular of those interviews is with a young lady by the name of Tina Sampy otherwise known as AKA Slossing Girl, who has her ears to the streets and is a community activist. Another interview of note is Catherine, attorney Catherine Cobalt, who wrote the book Controlling Women, What We Must Do Now to Save Reproductive Freedom. She has spoken before the Supreme Court. She's an attorney. And she's a, I guess you could say, an activist for reproductive rights of women. So I had the pleasure of interviewing her at the TED Talk 2021, and I had not released that interview. I think this is probably the most important time to release this since the protests and the uproar is taking place all over this country. And Catherine and her thoughts about this, I was able to interview her, and some of the things that she talked about has come to pass. So I'm going to feature that interview on here as well as, as well as people from the community. I also have my thoughts about Roe versus Wade, a divided country. And that's going to be my title for this episode, Roe versus Wade, a divided country. I'm in the streets and I got Slossy Girl on the phone and I need to ask you because you got your ears to the ground. You out in the community. That's what you rep. And I need to hear your thoughts about all these protests about abortion, Roe versus Wade. I need to get you on record. I want to hear what's happening in the streets and I want to hear what you think about it. Right, definitely. Well, um, first and foremost, you know, I appreciate you um, reaching out to, you know, s hear my thoughts about this definite, you know, tragic and backwards movement um, that we're going as a country. So I know that the women's rights issue is definitely um, one that is a point of concern right now with you know, Roe versus Wade um, being taken out of uh, the Supreme Court and kind of be given back to the states um, to have jurisdiction over if women can have abortions or not. And I can't for the life of me understand why they would want to do this, um, you know, mm -hmm. and especially right now, considering just everything that we're dealing with as a country in terms of like, you know, the inflation and the high gas prices and just all of just the everyday um, day to day things that is making, you know, life hard for average Americans. And then now women have to go out here and protest um, for women's rights and autonomy over their bodies. Um, yes, yes. And yes. so 
you know, first and foremost, women, people, um, women in general, because we're talking about women, should have autonomy over their bodies. That's, you know, Mm -hmm. that's nothing, um, that's undeniable. That's Mm -hmm. nothing that can be disputed. You know what I'm saying? I don't really like to get into the personal, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, like anti- Uh, pro-choice or you know like i think women should have um choice over their body i just can't for the life of me understand why um this would be happening right now now the timing of it okay right right Right. on top of like you said the rising guys gas prices and all the other ailments that's taking place um right why now i can't answer that either but um uh I know that um, when they first opened up a lot of abortion clinics, the majority of them was in the black community. Any thoughts on that? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, I have a lot of thoughts on that, you know. So, again, it's like, you know, I try to, um, you know, not get into the, you know, like the personal kind of like feelings um, and just kind of have a general like, okay, yeah, no matter like my personal view, I don't want to be getting into debates with people about, um, you know, kind of like the genesis of Planned Parenthood in this country and, Mm -hmm. you know, eugenics um, and all of that, which is kind of like the foundation for what Planned Parenthood today is, even though it's not, you know, it's definitely not like the same exact framework as Mm -hmm. when Margaret Sanger was pushing Planned Parenthood and going to, you know, black leaders and black churches to um, make Planned Parenthood and, um, and, uh, and abortions and things like that seem uh, appeal to black communities you know that mm-hmm. it's far from mm-hmm. that now mm-hmm. but it's just it's it's hard for me um as somebody that studies history and institutional racism and just white supremacy in general i cannot not think of that when i think of and hear abortions like margaret singer all of that comes into play in eugenics mm-hmm. because I'm aware of that history. I'm not sure if the average person no, they not. Um, makes that connection mm-hmm. or if they even find any relevancy in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, yeah, black yeah, yeah. people, black women, um, they say, especially in the inner city, are leading in abortion rates, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then if we consider all um you know the ways in which black people are experiencing genocide in general you know whether that's through state sanctioned violence or um you know lack of um equitable access to health care or even just you know um income or healthy food options like all of these things that um affect our um birth rates and you know, it's just like a lot. So I think that as black people, especially from the inner city, that we should be focusing more on creating life. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's black people dying in inner cities every day, mm-hmm. you know. Sure, and sure. so, um, however, um, you know, I think that the quality of life has to be improved for black people, black women, for us to really... Um, 
see that as uh, to see life, um, mm-hmm. to see bringing more life into the black community mm-hmm. as something that we need to do. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, a lot of women are choosing not to have children because of financial reasons. True. You know? That's so true. it's like, you know, I, so all of that, you know, so again, all of that, I just try to have a baseline. You know, women should have autonomy over their body, no matter my personal, you know, viewpoints because of my lived experiences, mm-hmm. you know, which shape your, your viewpoints. Okay. Um, right. But yeah, just not to go into a whole spiel about it. But yeah, I think it's a very tricky issue, especially when you um, yeah, it's divisive. talk about. Tur- it's tur- I mean, that's, you know, it's. It's divided the country as if it's not already divided already. You know, it just, right. you know, people are very, very, very divisive when it comes to these kind of issues. And right now, you know, um, it's just only escalating and people are being hurt and riots are taking place and and protests are taking place. And, you know, some people are being hurt and, you know, it's one of those issues that uh, people are really uh, uh, upset. And and it's the, on both sides. On both, that's the thing. People are, have strong opinions on both sides of this, and so um, I don't know where we go from here. But I don't believe abortion is going away. <laughs> right. Either way, you know, I think that the people should just be a little bit more um, aware of how. It just seems like our, it just, for me, it just feel like the government be putting us through like mental stimulations from like all of these social issues. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. first with um, the Black Lives Matter, you know, and um, now with the whole abortion rights. And I feel like, um, you know, I think that our government has a lot more responsibility in terms of like manufacturing this chaos, basically. Mm-hmm. Well, they definitely ain't bringing the people together. It's on, their decisions are causing more division. So, th- th- thank you, Tina. Thank you for you know your thoughts on this. Um, I'm gonna cue this up. We're gonna have it on Malik's bookshelf, bringing the world together with books, culture, and community. And you heard it live from Tina Sampi, known as AKA Slossing Girl. Last week, I celebrated. Black excellence. I was present and attended the House of BET, which is part of the BET awards ceremonies that happen every year. I was part of the Hollywood Bowl jazz exhibit, which was celebrating 100 years of jazz at the Hollywood Bowl. In the midst of all the celebrating black excellence was this uproar and movement all across this nation. People are protesting and speaking out, particularly women, about abortion. Now, I normally don't talk about these types of issues because... My platform on Malik's bookshelf is to talk about subject matters that can unite us 
not divide us. And abortion is one of those subject matters that is divisive and it divides the community and separates the community. And we must find a way to bridge the gaps that cause division. So I normally start to, you know, stay away from subject matters like that because I want to use Malik's bookshelf to bring the community together and talk about things that are positive in the community. We can always talk about all the negative things that go on. And believe it or not, it's a lot. It's a lot. And that stuff is being taught 24-7 on cable, on news. So I'm just trying to be different. But people are taking the streets and people are protesting because of this decision that the Supreme Court just made over Roe versus Wade. A lot of people say, oh, this is the end of Roe versus Wade, meaning that abortions are legal, meaning that the states, you know, the federal government is the law of the land. So when the Supreme Court or Congress, you know, well, Congress says the laws of the land and the Supreme Court interprets the law of the land and enforces the law of the land. So when it comes to this abortion, there's a lot of interpretation of the Constitution and the rights of human beings. And basically this decision is allowing states to decide who has rights to decide on certain things that the federal government is not supposed to infringe upon. So anyway, this kind of this decision, my understanding, is just basically throwing the case back to the state, the, the, the right to choose and to have abortions back to every state. So 50 states can all of a sudden now make instead of a federal mandate or interpretation, which protects people rights uh, as it relates to abortion. Um, now, this each state can have their own presidents, their own policies, laws and how they mandate abortions. And so, um, personally, I don't believe abortion is going away. I don't believe that every state is going to abolish abortions. I think that each state is going to decide what's best for their state. And people will move around and do what they want to do regardless. So I don't think personally, me, I don't think nothing's going to change. People say, oh, this is just the beginning and this and that and that. But listen, I don't think nothing's going to change. I think there are certain states. I live in California and it's liberal and I think that abortion is going to continue <laughs> as it always is. Now, in terms of terms, I don't know. But as far as other states, they might be a little bit more stricter and have terms on you know, like the heartbeat. So once the the baby or fetus or ember, whatever you want to call it, has a heartbeat, therefore you can't have an abortion unless it's under, you know, certain circumstances like maybe rape or, uh, hand, or a disease, you know, and things of that nature. Um, but I personally don't think it's going away. Uh, 
Um, I don't think this is the end. I, I definitely think that uh, a lot of this is political and a lot of it has to do. A lot of money is involved in this. Um, and there's a lot of old money involved in this and people don't like change and sudden change is, can be destructive and devastating. So people are taking to the streets, people are marching, but, uh, abortion has been devastating in the black community, you know, and a lot of these headlines don't address that. It's been devastating. You know, we have a lot of issues in the black community, in the black family, and abortion is one of them. And you can sugarcoat it all you want, but that's been very destructive and devastating to black women. Whether we like to hear that or not, um, this is just one more major issue that has called the devil, has been one of the reasons the black community has been decimated and, and and been affected in an adverse way. A lot of money, you know, has been thrown. You know, when they started uh, these abortion clinics, you know, 80 percent of them was in the black community. They, you know, it was targeting black women. <laughs> I'm not making this up. Do your own research. Do your own research. Black women have been targeted for these types of policies in this country. And abortion and birth control, you know, they had euthanasia that took place uh, uh, in America where they was castrating and sterilizing black people because they felt that we were genetically prone to crime so therefore stop them from having children therefore we can de de decrease this crime this is the historical facts of america so we've been targeted for sterilization and birth control is one of those mechanisms that have, have has been used in order to stop the reproduction of black youth and babies and families. I'm just being real. Like it or leave it alone. But there's a different, they're different battle cries. And it's not, we're not, it's not all the same. It's not all the same. So um, when it comes to this abortion, it's a real divisive issue. That divides people. They don't bring. I don't, I don't think that people are ever gonna see uh, this on the same page. I just think you have to get to the point to respect one another's position. I don't know ultimately what's gonna become with all these protests and all this outrage, um, but I know that and abortion ain't going away, and I think that you know let cool. Heads prevail. Now I'm going to take it to the streets and I'm going to ask the community. I'm going to ask them their thoughts on this subject matter of abortion and see what the streets have to say.
Malik is in the streets asking more people about the protests and the Roe Ro versus Wade and what their thoughts about abortion. So, how you doing, ma'am? Good, good, good. Please speak to my audience about your thoughts on these protests and abortion and Roe versus Wade. Well, I mean, I, I, I actually, um, it's interesting to see it ha- happen, but um, just looking for results, actually. You know, that's all I what look for. What kind of for. results are you looking for? Well, um, that meets the people halfway, you know, like um, hopefully they can resolve it in a way that meets what the people want are wanting. Uh, what's your thoughts? Uh, do you agree with the Supreme Court decision? Um, re- they say reversing Roe versus Wade. That's what they say. Um, well, yeah, but uh, in, in terms of abortion, I, I don't know. I, I kind of, it's up to the person, really. Okay. Uh, Personal choice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and so, basically, what you're saying is, uh, it's up to the person. It is uh, your body, your choice. <laughs> right. Exactly. Your body, your choice. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you, man. Appreciate your uh, few words. Thank you. Have a blessed day. You're welcome. My podcast is Malik's Bookshelf, bringing the world together with books, culture, and community. I want to ask you your thoughts, my brother, about all the protests, Vote versus Wade, and, you know, what's the street stand about the community, and what's your thoughts? Well, I don't really uh, know too much about what the streets are saying, but my thoughts, I mean, a woman should have a right to, you know, abort a baby if that's what she chooses to do. I mean, us so as So you men, do consider it a baby, right? Uh, not really. Okay. Maybe after so many weeks, okay, then I would consider it a baby. But okay. if, if you talking about the first few weeks or a month, then I don't consider it a full baby because it's not fully developed yet. Okay. So how would you consider it to be a baby? Would, okay. Would you consider it a life? Hmm. Uh, that is a good question. Um, well, like I say, depending on the time, I okay. think after the... So you support abortion up to a certain time? Right. Okay. Right. Okay. After a certain time, then, you know, then you, you got reservations. Right. You know? Right. And then also, you got to look at all the things that could happen to a, a woman, rape, yes, incest, sir. all of that. Right. I mean, how can you tell a woman... To carry that child, yes, real talk. You know what I'm saying? Then right. that's that's, and then if she do carry the child, then that's a that's a, a baby that she's going to neglect because that's going to be a constant reminder mm. of what happened to her. And we so, got a whole lot of trauma in the exactly. hood. Exactly. <laughs> so we don't need we don't need any more mm-hmm. than we already have. So there have to be some dis- uh, discretion and some exceptions, right. you right. know. So, but I, we don't. You don't think it's going away, do you? It's, you know, I, I'm, you know, uh, I'm, you know, it's crazy. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm in law. I'm a federal law enforcement officer. Okay. And a veteran. Yes, sir. So, <laughs> it, it's crazy, man. I, I, I'm kind of ashamed of this country. Okay. I'm ashamed of just what's going on, how people, uh, 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 us as black people, being treated, women, you know, anybody other than white. Right, right, right. You know what no, I'm saying? Real talk, real talk. And, right. uh, it's two nations here. <laughs> exactly. And yeah, yeah. You know, I, I know they always say the Constitution was for every man, but 
It don't We've been on the short end of it, I, I all take the time. Yeah, all the time. All the time. And, all and the time. I see it, I think I see it more than most me being in law enforcement. I right. see it, how the court system is. I mean, it just, mm-hmm. it's just, it's, it's bad. It's, it's bad. Yeah, yeah. And you heard it firsthand from someone that's on the inside yeah. speaking about yeah. the disparity, the, the discrimination, oh, yeah. the, the oh, oppression. Yeah. And uh, so what, what's, are there some solutions for us, my brother? Um, I, I think first we have to respect each other first. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Before, you can, before you can change anything, it got to be respect. If I respect that man, he respect me, mm-hmm. then we can come to the table and, and sit down and talk. And we can talk as men and say, this is what I don't like about you. And this is what you don't like about me. Mm. But if, if we can respect each other, then we can come and sit down and say that. We ain't got to be, you know, it's kind of like, you know, you, you throw a rock and hide your hand. You know, it's a, it's a lot of that going on. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, uh-huh. You know, That hidden hand. Yeah. The unseen hand. Yeah. And, and me, I got three sons. So I try to tell my sons, you know, be careful out here. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I understand we got rights. But be, be careful. Be careful. Be careful. I think that's uh, well said. I think that's the solution. Be careful. Yeah. And I appreciate your thoughts, oh, brother. Yeah, no Thank you. Yeah. So this episode, I'm going to be talking to the community about all these protests, about Roe versus Wade, their thoughts and so forth. I got a couple people in front of me, one named Cat, one named April. So, hey, how you doing? Good. Thank good. you. Good, good, good. So, hey, tell me your thoughts about all these protests and your thoughts about abortion. Um, I think that even though it doesn't directly affect California because we still remain with our own, um, with our own laws, um, I think that it's still very, like, dangerous to ban it nationwide because there's a lot of women that it would affect, mainly, like, poor, like, lower income communities. I feel like that is really affecting them more. And I feel like, um, I feel like we're putting women's lives at risk by banning it because now they won't be able to safely get abortions. And I feel like they're still going to find ways to be able to get one anyways if they really needed it. Okay. Now, what you think about? Um, I, I agree with her just because um, I don't think it's fair that like uh, a generation that's not really affected by it anymore is making decisions on like young women's bodies, um, you know nowadays and stuff so you believe that women should have the right to choose i think they should have the right yeah okay do you consider that when you become pregnant um that it's actually a baby um i think that it really it's different for everyone because some women you know like they really 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 want a baby so they're trying to them as soon as they get pregnant like that's a baby to other women it's not the same way like some women are not able to fully carry a baby healthy to term and that puts their life and like the child's life at risk um also i don't think that everyone can like financially or like emotionally support a child and i don't think we should force women in these situations to carry out a pregnancy especially like i said before like lower income communities a lot of times like younger girls poorer girls they cannot afford to get an abortion or they cannot afford to get a child have a child so we're risking their lives by taking away their right to choose well, you heard it from the streets. Thank you. Appreciate it. You heard it live. Coming to you at Malik's Bookshelf, bringing the world together with books, culture, and community. Thank you. 
Well, I just ran into another author here at the Tad Woman 2021, and she is willing to do an interview with me. Her name is Catherine Cobalt, the author of Controlling Woman, What We Must Do Now to Save Reproductive Freedom. Now, that is an interesting title, and I'm not going to guess. I'm going to ask you to dive right into how did you come up with that title and what is this book all about? So uh, the book is about the fact that, unfortunately, the Supreme Court is likely to overrule Roe or so decimate its meaning that uh, abortion will be banned in over half the states in this country. Um, It is a very, very uh, problematic event uh, because while in the days before Roe, women with means always were able to obtain abortions, today there's already difficulties for low-income women, for uh, teenagers, for disabled women, for women in rural areas to get access to primary health care and reproductive health care, including abortion. And so uh, if the court does as I expect and overrules Roe, about 26 states are going to ban abortion. Abortion is going to be banned from Georgia all the way west to Texas, from Idaho all the way south to Arizona. It's going to be up to the states to decide? It'll be up to the states to decide, and that's a big problem unless we take action now. Is there something that people can do? Absolutely. Two things especially. First and foremost, we need to build a badass social justice movement. We've learned from Black Lives Matter and from uh, the marriage equality movement that making noise makes a difference and that coalition is queen. We wanna, we need to make sure that we can come together with our allies and fight for the things that are important. And making noise, even in small ways, mm-hmm. can make a difference, particularly if it's creative noise and it draws media attention. I see, I see. But equally important is that we need to become involved in electoral politics. We need to ensure that the 500,000 elected offices, from school boards to town councils to state legislatures to Congress, are controlled by people who are champions for reproductive health, so that all women will be able to have and make these important decisions free of government. Very important to say. Is this what the book talks about? Absolutely. What the solutions, what people can do to galvanize? We have uh, 20, uh, about 58 different policy alternatives, but most important, we're talking about how we save women's lives, how we get politically active, mm-hmm. and how, like our sisters in Ireland and Argentina and Poland, we build a movement for change. So real quick, what would be the implications if Roe versus Wade it's overturned. Well, the implications are most dangerous for women's health because women who live in states which ban abortion will be forced to travel hundreds of miles to get appropriate health care, risking their lives and health. They also could take medication abortion, which would be available over the gray and the black market, but they could subject themselves to criminal prosecution for doing so. Uh, and uh, some women will be forced to carry their pregnancies to term as they, as they did in the days before Roe. So none of the implications are good ones. I see. I uh, and yeah. uh, it, it means yeah. that if we're going to protect the rights, not just to choose abortion, but to make decisions about our families, to decide when to become pregnant and to have the social supports necessary to raise children. So your book is advocacy. And it sure is. That's, that's what I did. I spent uh, 20 years of my career representing women in need of reproductive health care. 
I argued two abortion cases in the U.S. Supreme Court, uh, wow. including the most uh, the 1992 case, which was widely credited with saving Roe. And I started the Center for Reproductive Rights uh, with okay. with okay. Uh, allies. So I I feel very passionately about this. Mm-hmm. And politics is the way to go. If the states control this question, we got to take back the states. Very well said. Oh, I appreciate this interview. I think this will be informed and enlightening. Let the streets know Malik Bookshelf just heard it from Catherine Cobo, the author of Controlling Woman, What We Must Do Now to Save Reproductive Freedom. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Malik's Bookshelf, where topics on the shelf are books, culture, and community. Be sure to subscribe and leave me a review. Check out my Instagram at Malik Books. See you next time.